Um, I don't know whether that's just because the... Can, can anyone else hear is that, that just weird... Too loud? That weird gargle on my one? Or is that just the headphones? <laughs> gargle. Gargle. Can anyone hear... Is it just me? I, I can hear you saying the word gargle, yeah. Hello and welcome to another marvellous edition, see what I did there, of the Little Film Podcast. My name's Adam and with me tonight we've got Tony. Hey. Dave. Hello. And Ollie. Howdy ho. (laughs) (laughs) Enthusiastic. You're getting weirder and weirder with your hellos every episode. I try to do a different one every time. Keep it interesting. After he's taken high and I've I've stolen hello, there's not much left, is there? No. (laughs) How's it going, everyone? Good. Marvellous. Yeah. Feels like... Yeah, I've already used that joke, man. I on. thought you'd use it again. Feels like ages since we've done one of these. It's it is. been... Is it our first one of this year? No, we did, we've done a couple. The favourite bird books. Of course, yeah. But yeah. Did you do the favourite? <laughs> yeah. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see that we've all got a firm grip on, yeah, the, yeah. Cheers, on our bro. own podcast. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> you did. You just didn't... You couldn't get to the cinema to watch it. This is true. Yeah. And you couldn't get to Netflix to watch bird books. Yeah. This is true. All right, well, what are we here to talk about tonight? I'll answer my own question. The latest offering from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Captain Marvel. Is that the official well, no, his name? Cap- no, 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 obviously not that. But the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So would you just say the latest movie from Marvel? Marvel Studios. No, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. MCU, that's, mate. That's what it's called on uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia, in fact, tells me that this is a film from phase three of the MCU. Marvel MCU. The Marvel MCU, as it's known. Yeah, which is interesting. I didn't know there were phases. Well, you've got a lot to learn, Tone, and I'm hoping that we're going to get to the bottom of it tonight. I should say, as always up top, that we are going to be reviewing this movie and we're going to be reviewing it with spoilers. So this is a review for people who have seen the film. Uh, But with that said, uh, let's kick off with a, a, a very brief synopsis from Rotten Tomatoes, just to put us all on the same page. Um, so this is this is the film (laughs) (laughs) good (laughs) this story follows carol danvers as she becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races set in the 1990s captain marvel is an all-new adventure from a previously unseen period in the history of the marvel cinematic universe what i might call the mcu that's what all the cool kids say ollie i think you've probably got um some Scores for us, have you? I do indeed, Adam. Uh, okay, so IMDb, 7.1. Rotten Tomatoes, 79%. And Metacritic was 64%. Yeah, they're all quite similar, aren't they? Those. How similar are we going to be That's that? the question. That's why people are tuning in. <laughs> That's exactly why people are tuning in. From across the world. Okay, we're going to give our scores out of 10. Who wants to go first? Ollie, let's start with you. You look, you looked like you didn't want me to say you, yeah. which is why oh, I'm caught. You looked away, you didn't make eye contact. I'm, I'm hovering between Never two. Never make eye contact. Uh, I'm going to go for a 5.5. David? I'm going to give it a 6.5. Hmm. I'm going to give it 4. Tony? 4. Okay. It's not very generous, I think, across the board there. I was hovering between 5.5 and 6, so... yeah. I think a six is probably fair. 
Can I, can I say six? Oh, you're such oh. a pushover. You're such a pushover. <laughs> no, no, he's, like, he's on my team. He's no, a no, six point no. five. I, I was like in between two, so I'm going to say five point five to six. Five point seven five. Five point eight. Unbelievable. Wow, groundbreaking podcast. Five point eight three. <laughs> um, who wants to lead us off then? I mean, Ollie and Dave. Yeah. You have given it the, the two most yep. generous scores, and you're probably certainly out of the four of us. You're the the, the two here who you know, you're, you're generally more kind of into Marvel films, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Tony and I perhaps less so. I mean, Tony, were you saying this is like the first Marvel movie you've ever seen or the first one you've seen for a long time? It's the first one I've seen since phase one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, were, you were banding about for ages that you were going to watch Black Panther because you loved the look of the trailer. I know. I never got around never to watching it, it, which is really poor. You've been gawping at your laptop ever since we started this. So have you been reading up on phase one, phase well, so two, phase I'll tell three? you, well, just if anyone's interested, phase one is defined as, by Wikipedia, <laughs> Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor... Captain America, the first Avenger, and Marvel's The Avengers. And of those, I've seen Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> so you've not even seen The Avengers? No. And then, <laughs> you know, that's actually out next month, the new Avengers. Only about three or four weeks away. Yeah. Just if anyone cares, phase, phase two is Iron Man 3, Thor The Dark World, Captain America The Winter Soldier, which I've never heard of, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, and then we're into phase three, which is Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, or Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, which I'm sure they've used that name before, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Captain Marvel is your last phase three. I don't think you said Iron Man 2 there, did you? That was, no, that was, did. That was yeah. the third film of phase one. Come on, Dave, I don't, I don't know what you think, but I think probably phase three has been the strongest. Out of all them. I watched Ant-Man and Good the Wasp, debate. actually, on the plane on our holiday, and I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen that one. That's one of the only. Yeah. Like, that's maybe the only one I haven't seen of all of them. Uh, I think, yeah, there's a lot of them. There's there is a lot of them, <laughs> and certainly, I think they're beginning to tire. Certainly, I was talking about last year the fact that I'd tired of yeah. them. But actually, some of the more recent ones have been very good, like Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther and Avengers: Infinity War. And Iron Man came out in 2008, so we're into the eleventh year. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, the recent ones have been good yeah. and I've marked this one 6.5, marking it down compared to those because I think this is a good film. It's just not very magical, isn't the right way. It's not special. It's not a no. special film. That's, that's kind of what I felt with it. Like I knew in my head <clears throat> before I went to see it, okay, I know exactly what this film's going to be like. And I walked out and that had been confirmed. Like it was perfectly fine. You like, went in thinking this is probably going to be a solid 5.8 and that's exactly what no, you got. No, I just got. knew what, I knew what to expect with it. Like it, I, it was probably funnier than I thought in places. There were some really good bits in it. It was just, it's fine. It was just a sort of couple of hours entertainment on Saturday night. It didn't wow me, but it didn't offend me. It was just... Bog standard yeah, MCU. Yeah, I thought so. It was just... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say something controversial here. I think the, a lot of the worst things in this film were the superhero bits. If this hadn't been a Marvel film, if you take out the best bits of it, the fact that it was set in the 90s. All the 90s gags were great. Yeah. The CGI work that's been done on Samuel L. Jackson to make him look younger was brilliant. The soundtrack was quite fun, again, because it was all the 90s stuff, Top Gun references, and the cat were all the best things. Um, And I thought Brie Larson was very good. I think she's a, a good, strong 
role model for women. I think she's a much better sort of female superhero mm. than someone like Wonder Woman or Harley Quinn in those DC films who've been massively over-sexualized. Mm. Like she wasn't presented in that way. And I think that was really good. You do but say I, that, but I was drooling for about 20 minutes during the film when she was just walking around in a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt. I was just like, this is just amazing. Yeah, she, she yeah. She's certainly attractive. Drooling. Drooling. <laughs> <Yeah>. Smoke show. <laughs> Oh god! This is At least the- we're approaching this, uh, this you know, this powerful, dangerous she, territory. She's a, be- for the first she's a beautiful moment. woman, is what you're saying. This is going to end in an and incident, even isn't more it? so in a Nine Inch Nails T-shirt because they're one of my favourite bands. Ollie's going to end up having to resign. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you about us, Sam Jackson was. <laughs> this is one of the things which didn't quite work for me, and I don't know if anyone else picked on this, but when you see um, Sam Jackson's character in like the later timeline of the Marvel Universe, you know, your, your Avengers, your Captain Americas, he's dead serious and he's dead firm and he's dead, like, deadpan. In this, he was, like, completely different character. He's just, like, really funny and, like, jokey and, like, it just felt like the two didn't quite glue together. But whether his work with the Avengers since those events have changed his character, I don't know, it just didn't quite... There's, there is a 13-year gap. yeah between this film and the Iron Man one. So there's a lot of time there for his character to sort of weather and change yeah. as he becomes presumably more aware of the more sort of extraterrestrial weird things going on in the world. So maybe that changes his outlook. Mm. But you're right. But I, but he was funny. It was quite a fun performance. Yeah. It's amazing. I read, he. I hadn't realised this, he's over 70 years old now. Really? And so with, the, you know, obviously they've made him look younger, but he was still acting like a, a much younger man than he is. And he was sort of running around and stuff like that. And that was all very believable. Like, well, he was actually doing it. He's amazingly fit for someone yeah. of that age. The CGI was pretty extraordinary. I mean, that is it's genuinely revolutionary stuff, isn't it? And, you know, a few people have said this, but it's the fact that you don't really notice it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't so know amazing. anything about that. Uh, so that I only read about it after the film. Yeah, mm. and I didn't notice it at all. I was just like, oh, Looks good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's combed his hair. Yeah. Um, um, what else did you like about it then? I really like the 90s vibe, as you, you, you've always, already touched on. I felt It made me feel quite nostalgic. Like the whole blockbuster video thing was really cool. And yeah, just, like, I, I did, I've got to say I did enjoy that. I think like in a sense that is quite easy, isn't it? Like it's quite an easy way of, of speaking to the audience, but it's just like, oh, let's put in a, a blockbuster video reference and there's Radio Shack and there's a floppy disk loading. Like it is... It's quite easy, but it got me. Like yeah, it, it worked for me. I did that. enjoy it. I haven't it. seen that in a while. That those kind of reference the nineties references. There's been a lot of like eighties stuff, obviously, with Stranger Things and you know, but not <laughs> the list goes on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I I also quite liked the like sort of twist in the story, how it set up that she was with the was star was star star force <laughs> star force the, the, the Cree. yeah the Cree. how you thought that was the the good guys but it turned out they weren't and then this the whole and ben i can't mendelson mendelson's character <laughs> i love the, love the image of like big marvel fans tuning into this podcast here on review we've got granddad over here <laughs> to look at like phase one phase two mispronouncing the names of all the movies thor ragnarok <laughs> we've got ollie doesn't know the name of any of the <laughs> any of the alien races or the actors in the film it's going well so far but I, yeah i like that like that the way the story sort of twisted around a bit i 
I quite like that. There, yeah, there's two twists in the film, and I think you're right. That one is good. There's a second twist, which is that Jude Law is the baddie, mm. and that is the most signposted thing from the second you see him. When, when it turned out to be the baddie, I've I've, seen, I've read heard loads of people talking since then that they were like, "What an amazing twist!" Like I really wasn't expecting that. It's like the guy's got yellow eyes yeah. Yeah. and is being like really like winky towards camera and obvious the whole way through that he's a villain. He's not, like, when he's he tur- not a great actor. When it turns out he's a villain, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a very odd piece of casting for yeah. me. I like not uh, appropriate at all. And I d- like, I obviously I know why Jude Law took the part because he probably got paid very well for it. But what, like, what were they thinking? Well, I think, what are they trying to achieve with that? I think he does quite a good job being that sort of, um, playing al- almost that like, uh, abusive male role but in a quite a subtle way you know sort of telling the woman to control her emotions and stuff and we'll get on to some of that very on the nose dialogue in a bit I'm sure but I think he's quite good at playing that sort of smarmy boyfriend character who's who's a bit villainous so I think he was good for that he just maybe didn't do it very well he just didn't do it very well <laughs> I like him in the holiday but you know, <laughs> I don't know I feel like, it's like he's the sort of actor that you know, you might have brought into this kind of role in, say, like 20 years' time as a bit of like, oh, I remember Jude Law. Well, now he's a baddie, whereas, I don't know, it just kind of felt, even though he's, is it fair to say lost as an actor? He's just played Dumbledore in one of the say, biggest he's having, films. He's, he's having a bit of a renaissance, is he? isn't he? A bit of a, a law-naissance going on. He's moving out of his sort of character range a bit, though, isn't he? Because he's just notoriously been in romantic comedies and Alfie and... Mm-hmm. Holiday, yeah. as you've already mentioned, and a Closer was another one he's in. But now he's like moving into like these sort of family action adventure blockbusters. Mm. But I don't think they really suit him. Poor Judement on his part. <laughs> wow. Look, I, well, he said law nascent. Yeah, it's really, I'll save this. I guy. said law nascent and everyone cracked up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a very, uh, very set idea of what I was going to be watching, and it pretty much ticked every box I expected, but slightly worse than I thought in a way. And this is the first Marvel film you've watched since, since Iron, Iron Man. Man. It's yeah. not. It's not a good Look, Marvel it, like Marvel film to to kind of like get going if you like it because was, it's not like the re- like the recent Avengers film I thought was yeah excellent. I need to see Although, that I think on that <laughs> Tony's getting annoyed because he's getting interrupted no I was going to say on that point of fairness to Tony <laughs> I just looked at you I was like <laughs> appeal to the umpire so this one does, Order. it does kind of stand on its own like you don't need to have seen all the other ones yeah. to watch this one yeah look it wasn't I'm not sure about that I'll come back to that but sorry Tony <laughs> <laughs> you go you go yeah, so, you know, I, I kind of knew what I, was, what I was getting myself in for. My heart sank when we got the sort of establishing shot of the Cree planet or whatever that was. And I was, the, the first third of the film, before it lands in the blockbuster, it's about a third of the film, mm-hmm. I just thought was diabolical. Yeah. Like, utterly, it's just so boring. Like, no, no, nothing imaginative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kind of nonsense uh, garbage. Uh, just no, you know... <laughs> Didn't, I don't think it actually looked very good. And it's, all, it's just, you know, we've seen it a million times before. I, I would agree with that. Like, I was struggling a little bit for the first sort of half an hour, maybe, 
when before it landed on earth and i, I was, was worried i know i remember i, turning, you I, I know like, i remember looking at you and i thought he's tony's not enjoying this i can tell <laughs> i'm just banging my head against the chair yeah, yeah. he's going i think tony might not be enjoying <laughs> yeah, but tony's no, bang his head adam's fast asleep like the <laughs> usual sort of cinema outing really isn't it <laughs> when yeah when it got onto c34 whatever it was or earth in the nineties, uh, yeah. yeah, it did get better. There was a kind of there was a sort of Men in Black vibe about it at that point, and I was like, yeah, I, I was feeling it. And then it it, it just kind of dithered, and it, it went by. Well, in fact, the middle section was good, and I enjoyed it. I was like, well, we're, we're onto something. Then the end, where she's just like flying around, seemingly covering like millions of miles in <laughs> seconds and stuff, and I, I was just like, what's the point at that point? She was just just appeared to be able to do anything. Too so, powerful. Yeah, exactly. That was really, really uh, quite boring. Uh, so yeah, a terrible start, a diabolical end and a decent middle for me. It's like a mouldy ham sandwich <laughs> where the ham's fresh. Yeah, good ham. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you know, I, I was kind of thinking like, why, you know, according to Wikipedia, again, uh, you know, it's the this, uh, you know definitive source of info, but uh, there have been 21 MCU films the total budget for them, according to Wikipedia, is around four billion, and they've grossed eighteen billion. It's just—it's a no-brainer, isn't it? They may as well churn out, which they are. They're churning out seven or eight a year. There's ten in there's <laughs> three or two, or whatever it is. But there's then- ten in production. And again, I've read as well that this was like one of the most anticipated films of the year uh, of any film of any blockbuster. And yet, like, I don't know what Marvel fans are actually getting out of this, other than. Like just uh, just being like, oh, there's a reference. There's someone who's going to pop up. We got an Endgame trailer before the film, and then uh, everyone sat and waited for the little bit at the end the after sting. the credits, which was from Endgame, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't like what's going on here. I, d- I I hear what you're saying, but like, what do Marvel I, I, I fans think, like about films like this? Like Marvel, or you don't. And also, wait, the, what? <laughs> no, it's in like no, if, sorry, you, don't, if you don't like you don't like the whole superhero vibe. You don't like, you know, the Avengers or that. You're probably not going to enjoy these films. I personally like superhero films. I really like Yeah, but DC. do you like, do you like all <clears throat> of the superhero films? No, but I, they're not all amazing. But one thing I would, I would say about the Marvel universe, generally there is a, a pretty decent quality filter on the stuff they output. Like I haven't really, I'd say seen a bad Marvel film, maybe like the first Captain America, I wasn't that crashed on, but they've also done some really good films and they do. I saw the most recent Spider-Man, not too recently, the homecoming one. And there's another one, which I I actually really enjoyed. And I really enjoyed the new Ant-Man and the Wasp really enjoyed infinity war. Captain America, winter soldiers think one of the strongest ones. They, I don't think they like, they obviously make a lot of money. They obviously pump a lot of money. Oh, it's a no-brainer, it, it isn't it? A no-brainer. I don't know why I haven't invested. But, <laughs> but what I would say is, I, I don't think... Like, you can look at the DC universe, and they've put out quite a few stinkers. Whereas with Marvel, generally speaking, I don't know if you'd agree with this, Dave, they've been all pretty decent. Yeah, I think they've got a formula, and they've got, like, a, an overarching vision for them. And I think in, a, in many ways it's a bit more like almost like a TV show format. So you get a, in every episode that drops reference to the other ones and stuff, which you can pick up on, which fans enjoy. I do enjoy it. Like the references to other things, like you go into different time zones that I think for action blockbusters, kind of like all the best ones. And I'm talking like outside of superhero films have just got 
like a connection with characters that's like banter and it's fun and that's why you like them like you kind of remember those elements of it as you might because cgi action is all just cgi action mm. at the end of the day although the cgi action in this one was less exciting admittedly than in than in some of the others but kind of banter between characters is kind of what drives these things and makes them quite fun in the different scenarios and i think marvel does have quite a good track record of it it's very samey it is very samey but they're generally better films than most of the other action blockbusters that get released. Yeah, you know, like Mortal Engines recently. Like, well, yeah, that I was mean, a that you know that was a turd. Let's be honest, <laughs> it was. But like Marvel don't put out turds. They don't always put out the best films, but they do put out a lot of really good films. Do you know what some excellent films. Do you know what I'd have liked to see? Marvel make Mortal Engines. I know, and then they would have like Ant Man and like the, the Walrus would have popped <laughs> up, or, like whatever. Yeah. Walrus Boy, like, but like that. You know, it's an original standalone thing. No, yeah, no one's flying in from another planet or whatever. And it, it was quite like an original concept to me. And yeah, it would have, it could have used this polish for sure. I yeah. think Adam, it's time for you to choose some cud. To chew some what? <laughs> chew, 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 chew the cud. Chew the cud, chew the breeze. We've not heard a lot from you well, yet. Well, I can't get a word in entry. Yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. only serious. Absolutely dominating the mic here. Are you happy now? You, you feel like you've had your say. Can I just say another thing from the uh, Wikipedia page about God. the MCU? Is that according to Wikipedia, uh, The Incredible Hulk is the worst received film by critics on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's at 67% which actually isn't not, too bad, is yeah, it? So that, I mean, that does point, lend yeah. credence to your... What I, yeah, your, what I was going to uh, say about it, just before Adam does get to say something... I've got something else to say. I'm joking. Uh, Marvel don't make five-star films, but they don't make anything worse than a three-star film. Not, not necessarily us, but critically, the uh, recent Avengers film got a lot of five-star reviews and black panther did as well and black panther yeah they, well. they got those but i think if you watch it you'll see what i mean like they're, they're not <laughs> yeah. they're not five-star yeah. films they're absolutely categorically none of them are five-star films but none of them are below a three yeah three to, yeah three to four star generally those, those are the two options yeah if it's not a <laughs> not a five <laughs> or a 3.8 or yeah Sorry, um, Adam. We'll let yeah, you have your... We'll anyway, you, that's the end of the show. Let's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers for tuning in, guys. <laughs> Unless Tony's got any more facts from Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, no, this is a great page. discovered this, Wikipedia really this week. Like, on the point of, like, uh, you know, the references to other films and stuff, like, I, I'm a bit torn on how I feel about that because I think it, it obviously must be an amazing thing if you're into this, to have such a kind of sprawling universe... That must make it all the more rewarding and that when you watch a film like this and you get little nods and references to other things. But as someone who's coming in without that build-up, and I have, I've seen more Marvel films than you, Tone, but I haven't seen all of them by any means. And it does it just makes it quite confusing. And like the, the bit where those guys with the hammers turn up in this, which you told me earlier, are the bad guys from Guardians, Guardians of the, the Galaxy. Galaxy. Like They just pop in for like five minutes, like take a look at her and then fly off. And I was just watching it like, what was that? And I obviously, if you're a fan, that's great. But it does make it difficult to kind of get into it. And there is a part of me that feels like, just make a film that's about this film. Like, why does it have to be uh, like one... It's part of the MCU. ...link in the chain? Uh, I don't, but then that being said, because I, I do feel as well, like you saying, certainly that bit, the opening of the film I really thought was dire... And I do feel that a lot of it is pretty stupid. Like, all the space stuff I just find 
silly. But then I have to, I feel like I have to be a bit careful with that because there's there's a big part of me that just kind of wants to shake my head about culture that you know this is what is the biggest thing. But then I don't feel that way about Star Wars and I don't feel that way about Harry Potter or even Star Trek and things that I do like and that speak to me and my childhood and you know they're obviously just Marvel and superhero films superhero films just passed me by when I was a kid I just wasn't bothered and so this I just find stupid but I don't necessarily think that's actually says anything about you know the quality of the film it's just not for me yeah no yeah exactly I'm I feel you know I wouldn't like to be like oh this is utter rubbish I don't see why anyone would like it because I Obviously, a lot of people do like it and get a lot of joy from it. You know, we like, you know, cricket. And a lot of people would be like, what the hell are you getting from that? It's mm. the most boring thing on earth, which I understand. But, uh, but yeah, you do just wonder, like, are they going to have, is Marvel going to have a reset at any point where they can let new audiences into this well, world? Because at the have... moment, as I say, it is, it is, you know, it, it's quite exclusive. They have dabbled in that because they moved into tv into tv series with netflix so they did daredevil and they did the punisher and they did jessica jones daredevil and jessica jones are both i think excellent really good series unfortunately they've all been pretty much cancelled now although there's chat that they're going to try and reignite them with hulu but the, the thing they tried to do with the tv series is move into the more like the darker territory of these superhero stories um a lot more violence a lot darker, a lot more broody. So they have moved out. They've tried to dabble in that other side of it. Um, but I think they're most successful with the the side that maybe you guys aren't too keen on, which is that like big, bright, colourful oh, blockbuster. Call me old-fashioned, but I, yeah, like superheroes should be grounded in our world. Like that's because that's the whole point is that their their powers are sort of beyond human powers, aren't they? They're superpowers, not like a bunch of them flying around in space, just kind of. Yes, but I think the problem is that these are based on comic books, and the Marvel, like actual comic universe, is is huge, and there's so many different things that they can pull from. So, like a lot of it is based in space. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, is entirely based in space, and obviously Captain Marvel, because she's got essentially the same powers as Superman, she's just the you know the Marvel universe version of Superman, can go into space and do all that sort of stuff. I think it's difficult when there's a a character like her and it's the same issue that superman has because they're so powerful it kind of undermines anything else that they're fighting so in this film there's really like no sense of peril once she yeah. realizes that she's got her powers because no jeopardy because she can do anything um for some reason everyone that she fights even though she's got something that can burn through the hull of a spacecraft when she shoots it at people um, they just hit a wall uh, and it doesn't kill them. But um, yeah, there's, there's no peril and that's the problem with it. But I think Marvel are going to reignite X-Men because they own the rights to that and it's coming back to them. So that might be more suited to you if they if they do just... Entry-level re- Marvel. If they restart Marvel with X-Men. They, um, they, were, they were really good. For, well, the first two were really... Like X-Men 2 was really good. Like when it was when it was more grounded, I think... That's not Marvel though. What, X-Men? No. That was made by um, Sony. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it's a Marvel comic, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. So it's yeah, not, so yeah, so yeah. it's not Marvel Studios. But like Tony, they... consult Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> yeah. when the, Actually, when was it Sony su- or was it Fox? It was Fox. Do you agree that as soon as things move into space, that's when I do get a bit 
lost and maybe a bit fed up with it apart from guardians of the galaxy because i really enjoyed that and i enjoyed the second one and those are set in space but they're really good fun but yeah i prefer the more i say grounded superhero film you know your dark knights your the original x-men um the first avengers in some ways is a bit Mm. more grounded before everything moves out of this planet and you start bringing in other galaxies and other planets that's when it does lose its way a little bit and the crawls, is it the, it is the crawls, yeah. isn't it? Make yeah. this one feel very Star Trekky, yeah. I think. Like when they're sat around with their prosthetics on, just sort of having normal conversations with everyone. Having a nice tea. That was all a bit jarring as well. Yeah, I agree. It's like come, a, it's come a long way from the original Iron Man movie. Then hasn't it? Yeah. Like, we're suddenly this is a feels like a very different. Mm. Well, they were all thing contained that we're watching. to start with, but then they saw obviously how successful they are. They're like, we can make this even more successful. Let's bring everything together. And I do feel universe. like it is just too big now. I mean, we went to see Infinity War last year. We didn't uh, review it on the podcast, and I did enjoy that. I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed this. But I do just feel like it is too big. There's too many characters that they have to like tick the box of like, well, let's give him something to do and him something to do and her something to do. It just felt like the whole film was them just going, well, you know who you need for this situation? And then it would cut to someone else and be like, this guy. And me having not seen any of the movies, I'm like, who's that? Um, but yeah, as I say, I did enjoy Infinity War more than I enjoyed this. So while I'm sort of, there's a big part of me that's thinking like, I find all this Marvel stuff quite tedious. I don't know whether it's just that I found this particular movie quite tedious. I think there's a few problems with it and one of them being that it just feels like the whole film is like one long setup it's like a, well it, coming back to the same point it's just like a setup for later films we're just establishing who this character is and that felt very drawn out to me it's like very meticulously building up kind of brick by brick to far too meticulously who she is what she can do although then at the end suddenly she could do loads of stuff that we didn't know she suddenly she can fly like where did that come from but do you know what i mean it was like it just it was so drawn out like establishing who she is and got mm. quite dull so you i remember you made a comment that you thought a lot of it was very on the nose as well i so and it's obviously difficult to talk about when there's a room full of uh <laughs> you know white middle class men mm. um but i felt like a lot of the dialogue and the feminism that they were trying to bring to it which i think while well-intentioned and is not necessarily a bad thing in you know the first proper female i mean you listed how many films they've made and this is the first one where it's been a female fronted superhero so it was long overdue and i actually said i think on our review of the last year that i was looking forward to this film because it was the first time they were going to have a female superhero fronted i thought that was important but i felt like they went a bit too on the nose with a lot of the dialogue, you know, a lot of like the male characters. So him being very controlling, telling her that she's getting too emotional, her saying like, I'm kind of done with you telling me what I can't do. And I'm not what you think I am. Is it a, just a woman and things like the pilot talking about the cockpit and her having that last fight to I'm just a girl. Mm. All of it was like (sighs) on the nose. Exactly. Yeah. Why can't we just, just do it well and do it right. And I think she's a good character, as I said, for, you know, young girls and boys alike to look up to. But I think... No, I, I agree. I, yeah, I think it, it does do a lot for that. And, it, it, it you know, it's, it's really good to see. And Brie Larson is, is, was fan, or is really good in it. 
but yeah, I, I do think you're right. It is uh, all of that stuff. It's just too obvious. But then it, you know, is it targeted at uh, that stuff? Who's it pitched at? Because it, yeah. it's just a bit too. It just says it. it speaks. You know, what's the yeah, word? Yeah, That's no, what I'm it, trying to say. It's just too obvious, isn't it? It's, it's just like what. At times, at times it felt like Brie Larson was just like turned to look at the camera and, you know, and said like, are you getting this? Do you understand what we're trying to get across here? And like, like the moment where she stands up again and again, you know, it sort of flashbacks to her getting up, getting up, getting up. And it is, it's just a bit on the nose. But then as you say, Tone, who is it aimed at? Like, it feels a bit obvious, but then actually if it's aimed at 10, 11, 12 year old girls, a lot of stuff, a lot of other things feel two on the note is like yeah, not yeah, yeah. that sort of subtle in the movie because it's aimed at 10 11 12 year old boys and girls i would say mm. <laughs> no offense David, but you know what i mean so like it feels on the nose but it might be that actually that's what they need to do that they would do that whatever a message it is they're trying to get across yeah how do you think it compares to wonder woman i think wonder woman's a better film really and by quite some way i'd like i really enjoyed one i was really taken aback by wonder woman in that you're not going to talk about drooling again. No, no. <laughs> no but just i was yes, so even, i was quite <laughs> taken aback by wonder woman <laughs> no just i was i thought wonder woman was going to be crap i'll be honest because dc had a stinker quite a few times previous to that so i wasn't expecting much but i think wonder woman's excellent and i i I prefer the Wonder Woman character because you don't have all the flying through galaxies and all that kind of stuff. Like she's obviously unbelievably powerful, but you don't, it's, it's, it's a bit more grounded. It's that word I used before. It's just a bit, it's all set on earth effectively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, in, to, in oh. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Well, well other... she lives in the sort of like all female elite warrior colony, yeah, but which isn't very earthy. And then at no, the end, there's yeah. a big CGI battle again yeah i yeah i, I thought wonder woman was better because there's some there's bits in wonder woman which are excellent like when she runs across the battlefield for example really really cool bit yeah guys tony wants to speak again yeah. you'll better shut up and listen no, no just to sort of come back to whether this you know obviously black panther made such a you know big splash uh last year you know was critically acclaimed took i think it's the the biggest grossing uh marvel mcu uh, film according to Wikipedia, you know, which, which obviously says a lot, and yeah, that or you know, just that film alone achieved a, a huge amount in in you know in what just in what it was, you know, this obviously has the opportunity or you know had the potential to to perhaps do similar for obviously for a different issue, but I, I and you know it, it did to a certain extent, but perhaps not as much as it might have, but possibly because it's just not as good a film as Black. I'm not, I haven't seen Black Panther, but as Black Panther. Is, is said to be but from marvel's perspective where do they go with this kind of stuff now then because you know you look at what they've got coming up and what they've done in the past and you know it's back to spider-man this year and then endgame uh what is their endgame like are they gonna have to create new female characters to to try and sort of balance out their universe what what else have they got in the locker i would imagine they would start rebooting <laughs> it's not a great word but they're gonna start rebooting you know they've did it with spider-man like three times they're probably but, good but do it with, with female like spider woman or like ant woman well they did they did that with that man and the wasp in some respects because they both have a very level part in that film they've got they share an equal amount of screen time i don't know like mate are they going to do like are they going to take care like 
um, the Black Widow, for example, from Avengers. They're going to take her out and give her her own film. I don't. I really don't know where they're going to go with it. I, I mean, is Avengers is is End Endgame going to be the final Avengers? I'd imagine so. In theory, yeah. They what they've said is that they're going to use that to close off a lot of character story arcs, yeah. and then they're going to move on with newer characters that they've introduced. People like Black Panther, presumably Captain Marvel, Spider Man. Now that they've reintroduced him. And they're just going to go off and do a new thing with these guys, whether or not they bring them into one film like they've done with the Avengers ones. I don't know, because also I don't know, you know, it's like Star Wars a bit now. I don't know how many times in the same universe you can have the entire universe being in mortal peril. Like, I don't know how many times you can repeat that. And also, I don't know how many times they can keep making... As I said, like, I still think the films are quite good, but I am tiring of them and i'm pretty sure audiences won't want to watch three of them a year for the next 10 years like that that will become too much because we find it with star wars you know we said two films in a year with star wars was star too wars much. fatigue well yeah I mean, that you, said black panther and infinity war are the two highest grossing films so well, that's, that, it yeah. seems to be gathering momentum strangely yeah exactly i i feel like well that surely there must be marvel fatigue now but actually all the evidence suggests the opposite you know, people are about to burst. They're so excited about Endgame, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah, I don't see any signs of it slowing down at the moment. And as I say, to me, it just feels, it's just quite boring. It's just a boring thing. But then, to but, be fair, you you guys haven't actually watched that many of them. No. You've watched... Because the ones watched, I have seen, I found boring. So I, I'm not going to sit down Aven- and watch... You watched Avengers. I watched and, the first and you Avengers. Enjoyed, and I remember Avengers. I went to see with you the first of the Spider-Man reboots with... Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah that was all said, right. I remember saying you really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got it on tape? Because if not, you can't get me on that. No, just my, my point is like, yeah. you're saying about fatigue, like, I do get that. But until you've watched some of these films, like, you might actually find you do. Like, I think you might enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, because that is good fun. Yeah, I think also we've just got to be careful about lumping the Andrew Garfield films in with the MCU <laughs> because they're not, they're Sony as well. Okay, <laughs> So it's just and also, very keen. No, I just I, want to be so, very cl- clear about if we, because we are talking very broadly, I think more about the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. than we are talking broadly about superhero films. No, it's a good point because also there is a, there's a particular tone and style in MCU films, isn't there? Which like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies don't have like all the jokes, for example. It's very jokey. Marvel films don't take themselves that seriously, do they? They don't have that kind of sense of self-importance, which is certainly something like Man of Steel or or even, you know, The Dark Knight and those kind of DC movies that are very heavy, aren't they? Very dark and brooding. And the Marvel films don't have that. It's it's much lighter and it's intended to be fun. And I like that about the matter. I, I did enjoy that in Infinity War as well. I was surprised by how much I laughed in Infinity War and it, it, I like that aspect of it. Although... I feel like, you know, obviously with the Disney link up with Marvel as well, they've taken that and it's kind of spilled over into Star Wars, which is one of the things that we didn't we like didn't about like. Star Wars The Last Jedi. But. but I think that's the thing about these films. Actually, it's because they're funny that I like them because I don't think there's that many good comedies that come out these days. I don't know if that's not being particularly generous. I think one of the only comedies I've really liked in the last few years was that tag film um, with Ed Helms. But Sex Lives of the Potato Men, you enjoyed that, you said. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> and Run for Your Wife as well. I've never watched any of those yeah. films. Um, 
but I think that yeah, going to take your degree away. No, they're the closest thing to to comedy. Like I actually laugh out loud in them like a number of times. Like they are funny. Can I say on the point of you know good comedies that have come out in the last few years? You guys have got to go and see Fighting with My Family, Steve Merchant, The Rock movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Merchant, The Rock together at last. <laughs> Genuinely one of the funniest and best films I've seen for years and years. Really? Yeah, loved it. Absolutely loved it. This is one of those things where I've now built it up way yeah, too much. So yeah, yeah, just yeah. by saying that, you guys are going to be disappointed. <laughs> but I absolutely loved it. Do we, do we want to talk about the cat? The best character? <laughs> Go on then. What yeah. have you, you got to say about the cat? Well, just the cat was really cute and then kicked some ass. I really liked the cat. It was definitely my favourite thing about the film. Was you the love cat. cats though, I you? love cats. You and that cat cats. was a good cat. Tentacly. And Does your cat do that? Tentacles? Yeah. No, it wet the bed the other night. It was quite annoying. <laughs> As far as you know, it doesn't do tentacles. That's it. It could be hiding the tesseract in its belly. Who knows? Mm. All right. Well, that about brings us to the end, I think. What films have we got coming up over the next couple of months? Well, I'm hoping that we're going to go and watch Us next week, which is a new Jordan Peele film who did Get Out, which I think looks really good. We've got Dumbo coming up, haven't yep. we? Going to see what that's like. Avengers Endgame next month mm, and pet cemetery as well next month as well yeah. i think a couple pet of horrors cemetary. for you there adam i think i'll see much horror on the, the list this year or the the score or something for dumbo really i think so yeah what's that you'll probably love so. it then yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 really did they watch the aladdin trailer yes hmm. verdict uh, i think it looks good fun I mean, it does look shot for shot of the of the of the cartoon, but, but not as good. No, because because Will Smith's genie just looks ridiculous. Yeah. It was always going to be a problem making the genie into like a live action yeah. world, and I think clearly they've struggled with that. <laughs> I want to see this now. Do what be a better way to spend the money that? Well, obviously they weren't looking to make money, aren't they? Uh, but instead of spending all that money making Aladdin, they should have tidied up the old one just slightly mm. and then given kids free tickets to go and watch it. That's a great idea. What a lovely go. idea, Tony. The other one yeah. as well is, I don't know if you've seen the Lion King trailer, but it's literally shot for shot the same as the original Lion King trailer. But it's and, live but, action. But, no, no, no. Everyone keeps going like, oh yeah, but it's a live action remake. It's not a live action remake. Those are CGI fucking lions. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think they were going to be real lions? <laughs> Well, what I'm saying, it's not fucking, it's, it's not live action. It's entirely CGI. It's computer generated. It's, why can't the people fucking watch a cartoon? Yeah, because are there so any... I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at, no. I'm angry at the human race. There are no human characters in The Lion King, are they? So, no. it's, so it's just CGI. Yeah. Is it real? I suppose it's real landscapes, is it? I, I mean... Know. At that point, what's the point? Just, I mean, what is the point? Oh, we're gonna have, we've already had this conversation on the podcast. Yeah, we're going to have yeah, it again when we review Dumbo, again. Aladdin, and <laughs> The Lion King. So maybe we should save it. Yeah. But it is. You use the word shameless there, Tony. I completely it agree is, with though, you. isn't it? It's. it's it, oh, I'm trying to think of what the word is. Uh, the polite word. It's pissing on the legacy of Disney, isn't it? It is. Because, like, you know, the, the Disney that was lauded and uh, kind of rightly so, you know, people working there, what are they doing? Yeah, it's supposed to be all about imagination. Yeah, Disney, it's like they're it's literally the least crushing imagination thing. and just making money, which is fair enough. That's what they want to do. But but you're annoyed because you didn't invest. <laughs> yeah, once again, full disclosure, I have no shares of Disney, unfortunately. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's that's it then, guys. Thanks for having us around, Ollie. No worries. Thanks for coming around, Adam. 
Tony. Anytime. David. Literally anytime. Thank it's you. Good. It's good to be back on the mics. Take care, guys. Cheers. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Another big night in Parliament. God. It's going really well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, swimmingly. It, I, I find uh, Burko's, uh, like, division! Yeah. Like, order! Really, it's like, it's order! Like, order! It's like a bit of a nightmare, though. I, I can imagine myself, like, having a night, like, <laughs> him just shouting and people running and, like, trampling on people. <laughs> yeah. Just like, division! <laughs> the eyes have it. The eyes have it. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn, Jeremy Corbyn, Jeremy Corbyn. That's much better. Can, um, am I an annoying volume for everyone else or am I all right No, now? I think you're... I mean, you're quite annoying. But uh, uh, no, it's nothing. The volume isn't the, uh, isn't the problem. The